Who is your daddy? I am your father. You fathers will understand. My father taught me many things. I got an idea. How about you all sit there quietly while I make dad noises? All right, well, we are back. Fathers of the Grind episode. I don't even know what this is. 196, I think. Uh, We are in the year 2020. We've wrapped up our our Game of the Year debates. Thank you so much again to Kyle and Jeff and Dan Phillips for joining us for that. The, The fun thing about that is you get to talk a lot about games and go back and forth on opinions and make fun of each other. But the part that can be frustrating about that is it's like, hey, I, those are not the games I would put and there's not the order that I would put them in. So I, I think maybe next week, because I haven't had time to complete mine yet, maybe next week we'll go over our personal top games from last year, like top the five. The opinions that like really that. matter. Yeah, right? we'll each the give our top that. five and it's not a debatable thing. It's just our personal top five. We'll do that next week. But for this week, I want to catch up on what you guys have been playing and also talk through the releases coming out. In 2020, there's been a lot of news about some of those. We'll get to some of that as well. Um, this is going to be a huge year for games, I think. So I'm very excited about what's to I gotta come. say, so like, um, because I didn't pay attention. Uh, well, I, I don't pay attention to gaming as much, but like, like all through 2019, all all gamers were saying 2020 is going to be crazy. 2020 is going to be crazy, and I'm not saying it's not going to be crazy, and we're going to talk about it in, in a little bit, but like, I think what surprised me is I started going through, like, the video game calendar, and I'm like, okay, there's one game I want in January, and that's a game that already came out on the Wii U that I've already played, like, 15 hours of, and then there's oh, the nothing Fire in Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Tokyo, Tokyo Massage Sessions? Tokyo Massage Sessions. Okay. Um, but, like, my point is, is, like, it doesn't until March get to where I'm even, like, remotely excited about a game you're not excited about ori or did that get moved to march that's march march i thought 11th. it was i thought it was february 11th they move it first, first couple of 11th. months are pretty quiet okay. yeah that's what i'm saying and then like neo 2 is coming out i think march 7th or something so that's like the next game i'm excited for but yeah, then it's after a valid that, point i don't know i just felt like it kind of started slow and i think it was because i wasn't really paying attention and all I did was keep reading comments from people, not just in our groups. I'm in a lot of gaming groups now, and I'm actually semi-active, too. And that's what everybody, 2020 is going to be huge, 2020 is going to be huge. So I then, like I said, started looking at the calendar. I'm like, yeah, it's not as huge as you guys. I think it'll be a, a really good year for games. I would still argue, oh, yeah, yeah. by the way, this is something we should maybe do in a future episode. It'll be interesting to look back. I still think 2018 puts up a good fight against the epic 2017 if you look at the releases that are there i really think 2018 was awesome but coming we out have, of yeah we would have to do a side but you know we yeah. should do that like we should i think we've done it in the past where we've been like well what's the best year in gaming but i'm saying what we should right, let's do go year like, by year yes we should do like a I mean, tournament like i think it's pretty Kyle obvious do tournaments we should do a I, tournament i think this is pretty obvious that 2020 is going to exceed both of those hands down like it seems well, like it's got it, potential to it, i think it's got potential to compete with them and possibly be better than them. and we'll i see. gotta say this while we'll i think cyberpunk's gonna be great i'm Ugh. not super stoked because it's first person i'm still thinking i'm gonna end up liking the witcher 3 more than cyberpunk oh yeah me too i also like that we, we've talked about that over text earlier we i prefer the fantasy setting as well so i'm with you on that but all right well, we'll get into games for 2020 yeah, here in a few yeah. minutes but i want to hear 
stuff you guys have been playing. I've got three main games I've been playing that I'll talk about in a few minutes, but I just want to talk about I will talk about brand new games, but our stuff I'm playing. But I, I wanted to talk about because I mentioned this a couple months ago on the show. Yeah. I told you guys that I was looking into this game, Asgard's Wrath. I had watched like, That's right. I, on uh, VR, reviews. right? Yeah. I had okay. watched reviews and stuff. And so um basically it everything ended up working out. Like in case people didn't know, I'll give a quick update. Um, my job at my last job, I'm not going to say the name, even though a lot of people know it, uh, ended November 22nd. I ended up getting a job offer on November 20th. What that means is not only did I get another job and I didn't have to like go through the stress of being in between jobs and all that, but also That's that nice. means I got my severance from my last company, <clears throat> plus I had my Your new, new job. Yeah. So all that money I got is all just bonus money. So long story short so when is my gaming pc gonna arrive it's on it's on its way actually okay, i'm thinking about where's my jetpack and then i'll just sell this one i have which is actually really good but anyways um hey no, not kidding and we got witnesses right now if you do end up selling it <laughs> let me know what you want to sell it for because i would love to be able to get back into like yeah. i'll now tell you why i'm getting into city builders again right now for some reason i'm in like strategy mode and I really want a PC to do that because consoles. Honestly, really there's that, several guys in the group. I think Tim's one of them. I think Dan Phillips. I think Sasan. Uh, even Robin Aldi. There's several guys in the group that I know they love their visuals. They love games. That I think they should get into PC gaming. And I think the thing that's just expensive. Back, that's I don't think it's the guys that I mentioned. I don't think expense is really the issue. I think it's this fear of. I don't want to pay for something that I is unknown. I know that I went into it with that, so maybe I'm projecting how I felt. But I was scared to buy a PC. I always knew I wanted one. I know, uh, I, I think it was, Yonatan has known me for a while from, uh, from way back in our Fuse days. And I used to go and Fuse every once in a while, like once or twice a year, and I'd be like, I'm interested in a PC, but I was so scared to pull the trigger. And I finally did it, and I got to say, the only thing, and I've been very honest about it, that I don't like about it is it isn't as uh, comfortable to use as sitting on your couch, turning on your Xbox with your controller, moving around, picking a game, and playing it. You don't have that that comfort or that ease with a PC, really. I've made it pretty comfortable for my setup, but it still can be obnoxious. Other than that, everything else is superior. Granted, again, I'm not an idiot. I paid way more for my PC than I did my consoles. But the point is, is that I think all those guys that I mentioned, I think it's something that's worth investing in. It's not difficult. I don't want to hear about drivers and updating games. It's a zero ish issue. If you have GeForce, the GeForce Experience app, it puts the game in there. You tell it to update it, it updates it for you. It does it even when you're not even on the system. It does everything for you. Um, so it's like your consoles anyways. Your consoles update your games if you set it to that. And then when you get on, you shouldn't even have to update them. But hey, I got sidetracked because that's what I do. I was trying to talk to you guys about... Um, Asgard's up, Wrath. Huh? Asgard's yeah. Wrath, right? Yeah, so I got, I picked up uh, the Oculus... Well, now I forgot the name of it. Because I wanted to say Rift. It's not Rift. The Quest? The Quest. The Quest is basically a uh, wireless uh, VR headset... It's not top of the line because top of the line is your ones that have cords and stuff. Those are the ones with higher graphics and fidelity and all that. But the Oculus Quest is uh, completely wireless, so I do not have to be hooked up to anything. That is, 
a huge plus because my number one gripe with the VR from PlayStation, and it's the reason I never use it, is it's like seriously, I'm not even exaggerating, probably seven or eight plugs. Yeah, and it's then also also when you're using a PS4 Pro like I do, if you have your VR hooked up with all the cords and all stuff, it actually eliminates your HDR and all that stuff. So it takes away from my regular gaming. Well, it's also to- tricky too if you have to be moving around in the game mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. You got these cords all over the damn place. So. It's just not comfortable. I, I I'm not exaggerating. I paid. I didn't pay full price for the VR because my brother and I went in on it. At, uh, we went halves on it um, um, day one, and um, I'm glad I got to experience it. But I probably played maybe five hours of that VR and then didn't touch it. The quests have already exceeded that. Um, so let me talk to you guys about. Uh, a few of the games that I got on the quest. The big one is Asgard's Wrath. As soon as I got... Now, that one I do have to have a cable, in case people don't know how it works. Quest is completely wireless. But if you want to play certain games that are Rift-only games, so they're Oculus Rift, not Oculus Quest, then you have to be connected to your computer. So there's a link cable, which I actually have it right here. It's just one cable. So there's not 27 cables like PlayStation VR. It's one cable, it goes into the side of the uh, quest, and that allows you to play Rift games. So that immediately blows up the amount of games that the quest has access to by like hundreds, hundreds of games. And Asgard's Wrath is one of them. It's an exclusive to the Oculus um, VR systems, and it's a full-fledged RPG. So this is the reason why I wanted to talk about this game, because this is not your... And, and and Tim can vouch for it. I don't think... Dan, you don't have a PlayStation VR, right? No. Okay. So most of the VR experiences, not all of them, but most of them are really just... Like these like little like... Games. They're not like what you... Like glorified experience. demos? Yeah, kind of in that way. Like they're kind of like... They're very... Uh, I would actually shallow. compare it to... I would compare it to mobile gaming, weirdly enough. Yeah. Just, a, just as far as the depth of the experience, or every it, once in a while, every once in a while shallow. you'll, yeah, every once in a while you'll have a, an incredible game. It's like, wow, this is yeah. really they finally did it. And I, I honestly, I know Derek likes to make fun of it. There are some mobile games that are shocking. And it's like, wow, they did a good job with this game. But most of them, pretty garbage, pretty shallow. I think the same right. could be said of VR. I think so. I think VR is very shallow. Uh, there's not a lot of depth. Um, there's not a lot of good story experiences. And I get it because there is limitations to it. Which um, is a bummer when you get stuff like Moss or Astrobot. People don't believe you when you say these yeah. are as good as any other platformer out there. But they don't. I like, do yeah, want right. to try Astrobot. That's the only one I really want to try. I can play Moss on Oculus. That's on that. Oh, nice. That's so at, so at some point I will buy Moss. Is Moss. a cool little like storybook platform puzzler where you're this cute little mouse and you're kind of like this being that's watching him mm-hmm. travel through this forest. It's really cool. Really cool. So Asgard's Wrath is basically, it's it's anywhere from 20 to 40 hours long. It's really anywhere from 25 to 40 hours long. It's story-driven RPG. I would say the combat, because of uh, the fact that you're playing in VR, is more like your Skyrim. Um, okay. Because you're first person and you're holding your swords and stuff right. like that. Um, but it's it's... It's got great voice acting. I'm not real far into it because I don't game a lot, and when I do game, I don't want to be standing. But 
So it's mainly a weekend game. So when I have time on the weekends and I feel a little energized, I'll play it then. But basically, it's um, it's well acted. It's beautiful. It's in 1440p on the Oculus uh, Quest with the link, obviously. Um, that's what allows it to, to run it. Um, and it, it, it just plays really good. I was actually really impressed. And all Are the, the characters reviews... animated well? Like, do they move around realistic? I mean... Yeah, I mean, your movements... Everybody else is fine. Your yeah, movements, yeah, yeah. though, can be a little weird or janky, sure. but overall, they're still better than a lot of the VR, VR experiences I've had, where, like, I think it's um, Skyrim VR and all that. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that do it where you, like, push a button or click, and then you just, like, appear You kind of just jump somewhere. Yeah. 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 Isn't that I how Doom I VR stay, works, too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I stay yeah. away from that stuff. That was one of the very first things I checked on this game. I'm like, if this is one of those skip adventure games, I'm out. No, you you move. You're walking. And you, you can control the direction with your head. Um, I'm going to talk about it more. In Dude, the that's what Farpoint was like, by the way. A lot of people skipped out on Farpoint. Mm. Not a bad alien shooter. Anyway. I think there's more. Um, I want to say I'm, I'm less... Uh, I'm forgetting a lot of words tonight. I think it's just too late. Basically, what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of good experiences on VRs that I was ignorant, is what I was trying to say. Mm. I was ignorant of just because after I bought that PlayStation VR, I stopped giving a crap about VR. Like, I didn't I didn't review or, or, or look at anything. It was not until Asgard's Wrath, which I can't even remember why I saw it, but I watched the video and I was like, this is the game I believe, obviously at the time I hadn't played it, I believe is going to get me into VR gaming. And since I bought it, now I'm, I'm doing a little more research on the games out there. And there's some good experiences. Like the, the games that came with the Oculus Quest, and Tim, you'd like this. This was free. So you buy the Quest, which I ended up getting it for $360 instead of 400 bucks because Best Buy gave me a 10% off and it worked on it. Usually it doesn't work on hardware, but it worked. Um, so I got it for 360 and then it came with not only the, the headset, but it also came with three free games, which it's it's really one game, but it's three parts of it. And that's the Star Wars Vader game or whatever. Um, so it's uh, there's three episodes to it, um, and that came with it. So and that if you go and look at the reviews on that game, that's a considered a really good like experience. I do say I would say that's probably more of a I haven't checked on checked on like whether it's really story driven, but it's a little more of a shallow like. Hey, you I get think to it's fight more of a demo type. Thing. Yeah, you get to kind of do some Star Wars fighting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of uh, cool experiences. There are um some. There's actually a game by, of course, I'm gonna forget the developer who developed Spider Man. Oh, Insomniac. Insomniac. Yes, Insomniac did like an open world VR game. I'm very interested in it. It hmm. got pretty good ratings, like eights and above. And they say the gameplay, yeah, I didn't have a clue. That's what I'm saying. And they said the open world's cool, the shooting's cool, it gets a little repetitive, but they're basically like, this is a full-fledged, like, you know, open world shooting game. I'm like, really? So, (laughs) I think... They're a solid developer, so... Oh, yeah, well, that's why I'm going to buy it. So, and it's got... uh, I watched some videos on it, it's got some cool gameplay, but... I'll talk about the the game more in the future as I play it more, but I can say from the 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 little bit I played of it when I first got into it, when you're just looking around 
and you're walking and like the one of the first parts you're like after like an action sequence you're just sitting here walking through this uh canteen and you're talking to people and stuff like it feels like you're in in this this sounds place cool. let me ask you this tri- Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Well, I was going to say, I, I remember the first time you mentioned it, I kind of went to go look at a trailer real quick because I thought I had heard of it, and I mm-hmm. thought I remember it being like, oh, this is like basically Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. VR, which, mm. I mean, I'm... Pretty much it is. Elder Scrolls series, so yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this this does look pretty, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So, and being able to kind of look around and, yeah. you know, it's obviously a different format, different experience, so... So, yeah. Derek, if, if Dan were to tell you, let's say Dan shoots you a text and says, dude, I'm about to go buy VR, which, what should I get? Do you tell him, hey, you've already got a PS4, mm-hmm. get the get the PSVR, PSVR headset because you've probably already got access to a bunch of games you're not even aware of and no. all that kind of stuff. Or, nuts or should he get the Quest even if his PC can't do the Rift Stuff. I think even if you let's say you don't have a computer at all, or you know your computer is not good enough to yeah. to run, because you do, you still have to have a good video card. Like for instance, uh, real quick, uh, the game we're talking about, Asgard's Wrath. If you don't have a GTX 1080, which is what I have, which is not high end anymore, but it's pretty high up there, video card, it doesn't run it, even with your cable link and all that stuff. So you have right, to. So have, yeah, but that's cl- it's good to be clear on that one. Yeah, yeah. You can't just you plug it up. into any computer. Yeah, it's got. I mean, the computer is going to now power. It's going to use with the Rift so. games. It's going to use your graphics card and all that hardware. So okay. and and stuff like Asgard's Wrath is not a Quest game. That's a Rift game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, if I'm investing in VR at all, which I mean, obviously it's fifty fifty. Either it disorients you or it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go for something that's wireless. Like, just hands down. And that's what I was going to say. I'm going to yeah. go with Quest. Yes, you're going to pay an extra. I, I know you can get the PSVR for like 250 whenever it's on a deal or a sale, which is pretty often. There's several <laughs> reasons why you would pick a Quest. A, it's wireless. B, I think most of the games are better. Um, even though there are, you know, you've got your, and Tim was spot on with this. Um when you go in the store, you can tell it's, it feels like mobile sometimes because it's like, what the hell is this? It's just like, okay. And to be fair, honestly, like if you've gone to the eShop and been like, get this yeah. crap out of my face and show me the good stuff, <laughs> and you've got very bad filter capability stuff like that. Oh, anyway, yeah. um, it, it's got that same vibe where it's like, can I just cut through all the garbage that There's somehow... no quality control. There, there isn't. And I but thought also, that they... you get what you pay for, right? So what yes. I mean by that is... Yeah. We, if you buy a low end like the VR, you go or PSVR, you're like, okay, obviously it's wired. That's annoying, but the graphics are pretty horrendous in that thing. Like I don't remember playing one game going, this looks really good. Everything I played was trash. Granted, I think Astrobot's got a nice, launch. colorful art style. Think of like, think of the way the Switch tries to create really realistic graphics in third party mm-hmm. games, and they don't usually nail it. But when they have a certain art style that's really developed for the power of that thing, it works, right? So yeah. Switch can have really pretty games with the right art style. I think with the right art style, stuff like I mentioned them already, Moss and Astrobot, actually look pretty great I in VR. I think that type of stuff looks good on everything. But then I played uh, Blood and Truth, which I've bashed a bunch. I know a lot of people loved that game. I didn't enjoy it, number one, but also... Didn't think it looked that good. Kind of looked like a last gen mm-hmm. game to me. So, and I'm not saying because we're we're all used to our Dan's still playing on base crap, and I think he's playing 
Nope. Probably a 720p TV because well, he's a know, CRT. I'm, a, I'm an adult and I'm trying to buy a house, so that's fine. <laughs> How about you buy a Quest? I'm sure you're. You're both boring. Totally. Derek's exercising and I hardly game anymore. And Dan's all like, I can't spend money. I gotta buy a house. Come on. I'm worried about my mental health. Tim. Derek, get fatter and play games. Daniel, your house right, is so overrated. I, I will say this in defense of PSVR a little bit. If you are interested in getting into VR and you don't really have any plans on getting a PC that can run really high quality Rift games anytime soon, mm-hmm. and you already have a PlayStation, I don't think it's a bad purchase if you're um, interested in virtual reality. If you does, can get a good deal on it. Get, exactly. Get a good deal on it. And they usually come bundled with a couple of games. Yeah. Um, you can also get a bunch for free. Anytime you see a Sony sale, they're usually selling a bunch of VR games for super cheap. Um, but it also, if you're just like, hey, I, I kind of want to just play some virtual reality. I heard about it. Maybe I played a demo at a store. I just want to get one in case there's something on. So I don't think it's a bad purchase if you want to play stuff in VR. It's just not amazing. It sounds like the Rift is going to be the place to play the best looking VR stuff. That's what it sounds I think, like. I think it always comes across as negative, but it's not. I don't think it should always be taken this way. But I think PSVR is kind of more of a casual experience. Mm-hmm. It, it is. is. So it is. It's, yeah. it's mobile. It's your mobile experience. I think with the PS5, you're going to get a PSVR 2 or whatever. And. I think you're going to get that wireless. I'm sure it's going to actually have better graphics than your I bet Oculus you it'll do Quest. what the Rift does. I bet when you plug your PSVR, the current one, into your PS5, I bet you it's going to look better. Now, maybe they still need to update the hardware, right? Because the headset could use a new version or two. The screen um, fidelity is not great, right? Correct. So. I think it could use some fixing up. But I, I have certainly not written off VR completely. I think there's a lot of potential in the future. Oh, yeah. I'm glad there's multiple companies looking into it. I'm glad that Sony has said at least, hey, we're, we're going to stick with it. We'll see if they do or not. I think it's um, best for certain games. Like, I think, um, or I should say, not games, genres. Like, I think a Resident Evil in that genre, the horror games are a perfect fit for VR. Yeah, RE7. They really are. They most of them are not open world. I know Evil Within 2 kind of got open. But most of them are more linear um, yeah. Those Smaller type hallways. experiences, I think, are better for VR. So even though I mentioned that Asgard Wrath is kind of an open game, and then yeah. there's that open world shooter or whatever it is, open area shooter by Insomniac, I still think most good experiences. I think most gamers are not going to be like, dude, I just want to play in VR every I, day. No, I want the Telltale style games in VR because you don't yeah. need a ton of crazy gameplay and dizzying stuff but let me go let me play a telltale style batman game where i can now look around the whole environment and all that kind of stuff like i could see those things doing really well i don't necessarily want a fast-paced like i don't want doom eternal in vr personally i just that's too I much think a, i think a space sim would be sick space or sim like could or be like really cool. um, no man's sky but like looks way better like imagine just jumping into a ship on yeah. earth and then just like you know going up into the yeah. atmosphere and then just like flying around i think around they that still video. try to make things too gimmicky what i mean by that is like just give me an Xbox controller with a headset and let the controller control the character. Meaning, like, right. as an example, Asgard Wrath is controlled by my head. Like, yes, I push up on the left stick to walk forward, to move, right, but right. to move to the right and left, it's based off my head. It's, it's, Why can't it's not I just like that. It's forward? not like that little treadmill. Have you guys seen that treadmill thing where it's like a circle shape and you can run in any direction and you've got yeah, this yeah, thing yeah. holding your waist as you're running with the gun? Yep, yeah, yep. They're not Why quite there I yet. Control my head, no. like if I want to look to the right, right. But I'm yeah. still doing on my controller, which I I have, you know, instincts. I've played enough games where I know 
I'm still moving forward, but I'm looking left and right instead of, yeah. oh, I'm looking right, so now I'm fading. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Let me yeah. just play the game how I played on my Xbox on with an Xbox controller, but give me the headset for the immersion. Like, I'm in right. the world, but yeah. everything plays on the controller. What, yeah. Why is that important? Because now I can sit on my couch and do it. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Like a lot of gamers, yeah, if you want to exercise, cool. I like to exercise, cool. That's a new way to exercise. But a lot of us were like, no, I just got home from a long day at work. A long day at work, but I would like a VR experience besides porn. Okay, put it on. <laughs> put your controller on. I mean, on. we're just okay. waiting for we're just really waiting just for that. To, you know, listen, porn drives the technology world forward. It just I'm telling you, we're going to get gross right now. <laughs> Tim's going to start squirming in a seat. But here's what I want. I want VR over my head with one of those fleshlights attached to it. And every time she's doing something, the flashlight does something. They're in sync. Now, hold on. Do you get trophies for that? Hell yeah. I'll be achieving okay. a lot of stuff right. right up in there. All right. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm just going to cut out this whole section. All right. <laughs> all so right. all right. So let's stop talking about VR. That's really cool, though. I'm, I want to hear more about that as you as you I go will. along. Uh, Dan, anything you've been playing since we last chatted? Yeah, that virtual porn that Derek's. <laughs> virtual porn, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I actually did buy VR. No. Um, so I did finish, uh, Star Wars Fallen Order, which is why I was saying, you know, when we were texting earlier, I have a lot of feelings and thoughts because from going from that and watching Rise of of Skywalker, I just, there's a lot of things in my head going on Star Wars wise. Um, but I did finish that. It is a good game. Mm -hmm. I just think, I don't know. There it's like when I when I'm thinking of that game, and then I'm also kind of thinking of like everything that I have seen of Star Wars because I'm not a huge, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as say you are, Tim. Yeah, it just it seems almost out of place. Mm. A, a lot of these things seem out of place. Like this game has like there's a little bit of uh like humor because like it's actually like a lot of dark things are happening in a moment because it's taking place right after Clone Wars, right? So after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Is it Reven- well? I thought it was in between that because he mentions how they they were running away, they're hiding. Yeah. Oh, so, so is it after Revenge? It's right of the after Sith? Revenge of the Sith because they've okay. executed Order sixty six and they're killing all the Jedi. Oh right. So, so no, I'm sorry. So Clone Wars, they're, they're teaming up with the clones, and then at the end yeah. of Re- okay, yeah. yeah. I forget I, how I many. It's a, it's a few a years after Episode three. Yes, yeah. I, no, you're I, right. I forget like five. I haven't years watched the prequels in a while. Um. So oh. the actual <laughs> right. So what's going on in in the universe at that moment is very dark, and like the characters, like maybe kind of try to find some humor in, in the moments. But like right. that old game overall seems so serious. But then like it I don't know when you, when you try to watch then some of the movies or some other stuff, like just the tone is is all over the place throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like all of Star Wars is just tonally things are different in this game. You're fighting bugs, whereas like they don't really do that in the movies. Yeah, like, they do. Episode two, he fights bugs. So one episode <laughs> <laughs> or randomly in some other episode. But like, it's just right. I don't know. Right. And I'm being it, it, don't, it probably is coming across as nitpicky, but um, well, that's fair. I mean, I think striking a, a balanced tone across a shared universe is a valid thing to want. But it's difficult, right? Because, I mean, you're talking totally. how many years of... of different lore. directors, different developers, yeah, different yeah. casting visions. That's different tough. media. Video yeah, games tough. compared to movie. Movie, you just have to entertain us for an hour and right. Half, right? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I, was, I, went, I went back yeah, and pl- played exactly. a little bit of uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight Outcast. Wait, what was it yeah, called? Yeah, 
think Good Night Summer 2, is. Jedi Outcast. It's a weird title. Yeah. Anyway, I went back and played some of that. It was an old game of that back when I did have a gaming PC because I, I actually have purchased two gaming PCs in my lifetime. And one of the ones I bought, I played that. Could set at the highest settings. I felt really cool for a little while. Anyway, nice. Um, that game was pretty fun. Like, and it, it does not hold up super well. I only enjoy it now because of nostalgia. I acknowledge that it is not. It does not hold up super well. That right. being said, it didn't have as it did have some moments where you're going through a cave and you have to fight these annoying little bugs that are hopping at your feet. But for the most sure. part, you're just fighting stormtroopers, um, different kind of like gangster villains that are coming at you stuff that feels like yeah. oh these are Jabba the Hutt's gangsters or something yeah, or yeah. um or then there's also not mild spoilers for a very old game there's also these sith type characters that are called the reborn they have red okay. lightsabers and so you do a lot of lightsaber dueling in that game as well so that but that maintain i hear what you're saying it maintained more the tone of what i expected based on what i saw in the movies whereas yeah. you're right this one does feel a lot more like it could have been a gen- more generic space adventure but it happened to be Star Wars. They included things like lightsabers and certain types of sure. enemies. So and you're right. It is it is a much different tone. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And and I definitely preferred more of those combat moments when I was actually fighting a person, as opposed Fair. to fighting anything else that wasn't you know a stormtrooper. Except or for that whatever. last boss. Ugh, she's the worst. Um. Yeah. That was that was tough. I mean, I that boss, whoever it might be, is the yes. worst. I didn't have to change difficulty though. So I, I was Good pretty proud of that. So nice. I did. I did. Um, and then, yeah. The, well, that whole end moment is actually pretty awesome for specific reasons that yeah. obviously I will not mention. Um, I, yeah. I was surprised there. For anyone who saw the um, uh, Rogue One movie, and you know yes. that it just ends with this really awesome scene that gets your blood going, like you're just like, this was so cool. Even if you don't love Star Wars, it's just really cool. Yeah. The game ends on a similar note of just like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I think I think Derek had was mentioning at one point when we were doing our Godi discussions about the way you traverse the world too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he think, didn't like the I, platforming. Yeah, I don't have an issue. I don't think I have an issue with the platforming. I think sometimes it does feel, sometimes it does feel not super organic. Well, like, let me let it does me feel sure. like somebody Interject. just kind of made. Like, I don't have a problem with the platforming as far as, oh, it didn't feel smooth or it didn't yeah. platform well. I had a problem. Sure. It kind of goes with what you said, Dan, and that's you're like, you're talking about, you're like, hey, here in this game, I'm doing this. I'll just use the example. It's not a big deal to me, but I'm just using an example of, hey, you're fighting bugs, but I watched all these movies and shows and they don't really fight bugs, right? Same thing with this. Like, I've played a lot of Star Wars games. I've watched a lot of Star Wars movies. And they're not jumping from wall to wall and trying to solve a riddle to get into a cave every five freaking seconds. That's what I didn't like. It was this level design of, and again, I understand we're playing a video game. I can separate it. It's not that big of a deal. What I'm talking about, this is personal preference. I didn't want to land on every single planet and it be like little miniature islands that you have to jump to to get and move forward. I just want to explore the world. I want like an open area and you can have like little cave side caves and stuff you explore that can have your puzzles or whatever, your jumpy areas. But I'm talking literally every planet was designed the same way. Like, hey, you have to jump from point A to point B, figure out how to get there. It didn't no, feel like stupid. super organic, right? No, it, it didn't feel like I was playing Star Wars. It felt like I was playing like a 3D platformer. Like, 
with a lightsaber. I know this seems like a weird comparison because, like, it seems like only like Derek and I like this game, but Dragon Age Inquisition, right? A lot like, of people like those that are game. large open yeah, areas. Yeah, one of them's not the guy wearing glasses with a gross beard. <laughs> but like, I was gonna I say thought, we're all wearing glasses. Where are you going? All right. Like, I kind of feel like that game's a good middle ground of like it's not just this like massive just huge world that's overwhelming it's like these large areas that are Mm -hmm. easy to digest and those giant areas feel natural like you kind of go in and it's just open and there's like you know caves and just you know things you can go down under into and so on and so forth it's all about exploration yeah so i I feel like if it was a little more like that i felt like it matched up this is where i think it took i think it took three or four obvious pages out of the from software book and one of them i Mm. felt was the level design and the way as you get through certain areas then you unlock a shortcut to come back later you unlock the door from the other side or you drop a ladder or whatever it was i felt like the level design was that what's that metroidvania a little metroidvania but not so much like you're finding a power like hey if only there's a few of those right there's a couple of walls you got to push and things like that but for the most part, I felt it was another page they took out of the From Software book, and they took probably three or four pretty significant ones from the From Software handbook. Um, but you guys got me thinking, if I'm following that line of thinking, because I understand where you're coming from. Um, is it true? Are they still making an Uncharted movie with Tom Holland? Is that still happening? It They lost a direct, they another a director. director. Yeah, they okay. lost another director. So. Well, it'll be interesting <laughs> if they stick with someone like Tom Holland, kind of a young up-and-coming. Then they could right. potentially make a franchise here. But So if they make Uncharted... And they spend a third of that movie having him hold on to ledges as he kicks along walls and has sure. conversations with other characters. <laughs> That's going to be ridiculous because right. it's a completely oh, different medium of delivery. Yeah. But when you're playing the game, I understand why they're doing that. I understand they want you to figure out where I have to climb. That's maybe a bad example. I know especially Derek hates the climbing sections, but Real they're also trash. not going to have they're also not going to have Tom Holland slowly sneak through the long grass and take out enemies one by one and then sneak all the way around to the other side to get the like it's going to be much faster paced, much more Indiana Jones. Oh yeah. It's not going to be experienced the same way a game does. So I would never expect that with another franchise. And I only use Uncharted as an example because I know they haven't made a movie yet. So, like, they did make uh, another recent, they rebooted the Tomb Raider franchise. Don't know if they're going to continue. They should, because Alicia Vikander is awesome. Mm. But that that movie did not involve her noticing some kind of three weird shapes in the wall. And now she has to go invade <laughs> these tombs and find the shapes, sure. the rocks that go into those spots. That's a video game thing. Sure. And that gives you a reason to go explore in the video game. So, I guess I don't necessarily find that the argument that, hey, this this video game is making me do video game things. I don't think it really holds water uh, as no. a criticism against I, it. I, I already said that I didn't agree with Daniel on that as far as like, hey, fighting bugs, blah, blah, blah. You, you're playing even, a video Honestly, game. though, Derek, even the, the solving puzzles and how do I, well, how do I I'm get okay like, with all that. that stuff? I'm talking about like the planets, like literally yeah. how they're designed. Does not look like any movie, anything they've ever made. So you could go, well, it's a video game. They decided to do that. Cool. I don't even have a problem with it. I'm saying personally, my issue is they've clearly made it that way to be a video game, but it's not fun for me. For other people, they were like, do agree with me. (laughs) No, I don't agree. Like, I don't mind like you're fighting a bug. 
No, I didn't say right. that I minded. I just, well, that I was just saying I more like fighting I the I think soldiers. you were just using it as an example. But yes. the point is, is I, I'm saying, I think when you land on a planet, even in this game, you totally could have done this. Like, they didn't have to make it the way they did. I think part of it is also it saves time on, like, designing huge open areas. But, like, you could make it open area like a Dragon Age. It doesn't even have to be that big. It can be even sure. smaller, right? And you can make it an open area where you're just walking around exploring and you can still have these pathways that aren't clear that you can do all those puzzle solving. They or... do that. There's tons of options. I know they got that, but oh, I'm saying... I'm, I'm struggling actual... to follow, sorry. Yeah, you never follow me. <laughs> but the actual no, Nothing you're saying is making any sense. But we're the saying actual, that the if only these smaller. planets were more open area, they were open area. If only they had optional paths that you don't have to solve all these tricky puzzles to get to. They have but, that. They have lots Tim, of optional you... paths. If only they didn't make... Hey, guys, they don't do any of those things. You... But Tim, did you play Dragon Age? A little bit, not enough. So, I played about two okay. hours. But ago. what we're saying is like the, the areas, so like from each area that you're going to just seems like this small, it, it almost kind of feels like a small platform versus like a, a big sort of open-ish, but still not super huge area. It, it's di- it, it, There is a difference there. I think we're just saying it, we would have preferred it being more kind of like that. More like a different game than the game that it, it, it is It feels like, like more rooms. Yeah. I wish it had been like a different video game. If it had been like Dragon Age instead of a From Software game, then I might have liked it. But by the way, Dark Souls 3, best game of 2016. But even From Software feels like there's some bigger rooms or bigger areas, I guess. But... I think uh, I think we've got two guys who don't want to admit that it's a better game than Resident Evil Two. All right, here's some I stuff think Star that Wars I played. Is just terrible. So <laughs> you cannot you cannot throw a jab at Resident Evil Two and then try to move on. The thing is, like, I don't want to I don't want to prop up a game that I loved in Star Wars by bashing a game that I really truly did not give the time it needs to find out how much I do or don't like it. So I don't want to get into Resident Evil talk. I gave you guys a hard time enough already over text no, I mean, and we, in game we could. I don't want to because I haven't played it. I haven't really we haven't really done much. No, we got to move on. But I do want to say I because I didn't get to say this. I liked and I, I think Daniel did too. I like Star it. Wars. Yeah, sounds like you yeah. which is awesome. It's I a good just game. wish yeah. there are certain things. Can we that agree? Respawn did an awesome job. I mean, I've been surprised. Oh, yeah. I like them a lot. I'm surprised with, I think I was also pleasantly surprised with Star Wars. You guys didn't get to it till after you'd heard all the accolades and everyone's like, game of the year, it's amazing. I jumped in like day one expecting to kind of like it, but right. also be a little bit Low like, all right, here comes EA. So my expectations were mediocre yeah. and I was blown away. I think your guys' expectations were really high because of people like me. I'll take part of the blame for that. Well, really I played day game. one. Yeah, but you didn't get through as much of it like for example like I, I couldn't stop i couldn't put it down like i was locked into it i was pleasantly surprised by all this stuff that happened and i had mentioned in passing there's a there's a snow planet you go to there's a pretty key moment in his Listen, story i'm gonna trigger tim right here and I'm, i mean a hundred percent what i'm saying that <laughs> star wars jedi fallen whatever bullcrap wasn't even the best EA game to come out in 2019. Not even the best <laughs> like, EA game. To you come like out Apex Legends more? Well, of course, but I actually like Need for Speed Heat more. I was oh, wow. just playing it again today. I was like, oh, this wow. game is better than Star Wars. <laughs> really? I'm gonna let our listeners decide what to take of that. Uh, I don't even have to respond to it. Um, By the way, Greedfall, okay. guys, trust me on it. Greedfall. 
Dan, okay. anything else you're playing? Glad you guys enjoyed Star Wars. You guys did Jeez. say like, yeah, it's like an eight, eight and a half. That's great. That means you guys enjoyed point. it. I yeah. think it's eight. Um, and me. then I'm playing right now. I was actually playing before we uh, came in. Uh, Sucky Row. Uh, sh- uh, shadows do something I don't care about. What made you want to jump back into it? Just all the talk about it? <laughs> no, I, I never actually got around to it. Oh, got it. Yeah, okay. I had not actually grabbed it. Um, it. And then uh, my wife got it for me for Christmas because I had it just on my list. Because on GameStop, you can um, put like things that you don't have that you haven't bought yet. Like on yeah, a list. Yeah, like, I, I usually just refer her to that. I'm like, oh, well, these are games I haven't picked up yet. So you can kind of, you know, rummage through that list. And that was one of them that she grabbed. So nice um thoughts yeah it's it's good it yeah. is good i like the um it actually feels super cool when you're using the uh the arm to kind of uh web sling so to speak yeah. from branch to branch cool. and yeah the grapple hook's very cool so and by the way um, useful in certain battles too don't forget yes yes um yeah no it's very cool it definitely feels like a from software and i as much as i love fa- uh, fantasy settings which i did mention my second favorite setting of anything is um like samurai feudal japan stuff like yeah. that so this is pretty much a close second as far as that goes it's probably my favorite setting i would yeah. say like if we could really get a cool. full-blown yeah. rpg game dude like action rpg i should say like the, like RPG after game. the next viking assassin's creed game they should do a feudal japan assassin's Creed. well game. people have been asking that for years tim and they like, don't care it's been like a decade <laughs> they've been asking yeah like, but the, since... the longer they if it's on next gen consoles come on that would be amazing you know, oh yeah, Assassin's Creed. I think Samurai they're or whatever they would honestly call it. holding off for that for like their last one when they're like, we are finally done. I think they're gonna yeah. have it be that. I so. wanted it before, but now with the Origins and even better Odyssey style of gameplay that they've created, boy, I would love a feudal Japan. And they can Assassin's still Creed. make that stuff better too. That's the crazy thing. Like, <laughs> I, I think I think Origins and Odyssey play good. They're fun games, but they can be improved. They though. can be improved big yep, time for sure. For sure. Do Vikings the next Which, one? Which, by out? the way, this is a great point. That, uh, I bought Syndicate on PC. It was like eight bucks because I want to see how That's pretty. That's a cool it was. game. I love that game. Oh my gosh! Assassin's Creed Syndicate clearly shows off how much they've improved with yeah. the combat in those other two games. Those oh. two games came right after Syndicate, and right. I loved Syndicate. And as I was playing, I was like, I. Don't love Syndicate. I mean, I still do. I will yeah. always hold a special place. Yes, in my heart. but the combat doesn't. But the combat. Yeah. Oh my god, it's not. Well, good. Origins was the first one in how long that they finally took a break? They took a year break. So they took a yeah. year off. Did Origins took a. Well, it's not only that they did a year, year break. They finally got into a rotation where they have multiple studios creating as right. Creed. So not only did they give it a break, but they gave that that team an extra year. So they had like yeah. three or four years to create that game. Yeah. Exactly. Which all other studios did. By the way, Dan, time. there's no confirmation on the Vikings. There's just a ton of rumors and it feels it feels pretty assured. Yeah. Leak on Amazon that said like uh, Assassin's Creed Ragnarok. So Ragnarok or Valhalla. They had a whole bunch of different yeah. ones. I think Ragnarok is one it's of the most. It kinda sucks ones. though, because I feel like everybody's doing that with God of War success. Even Asgard's Wrath is but all about an that. And Assassin's Creed Vikings sounds pretty awesome though. <laughs> it does. We'll see. It does. I always thought they would eventually have Desmond become a fallen assassin and do a, a modern day one. And then Watch Dogs came out, and I was like, well, I guess that was kind of. Well, whatever. Well, I thought that was going to be what yeah, they. Yeah. I thought that's what they, they were going to do in Watch they Dogs. There's some like, from Assassin's Creed 3. He done make it. Um, we're all connected. All right. So I've been playing three games. One that I. So I finished two of them. One I'm still wrapping up. Uh, one of them I loved, and the other two I, I liked. They're pretty good. So the one that I love is Luigi's Mansion 3. I finished it the other night. 
That game is so fun. Um, my kids got it for me for Christmas, and yeah, I played a lot of it. Yeah, he just said it was fun, so it is. <laughs> I'm going to punch you so hard in the face. <laughs> stop, stop Isn't it? Is Isn't it warmer it? down there right now? What's the temperature? Yeah, what's your, what's your deal? What's your deal? Am I angry Someone right give now? Derek a hug. All right, so anyway, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is absolutely delightful. I, it was more than I, even with all the accolades it was getting, it was just way more than I expected. There's a ton of game there. That game is meaty. There's a lot to do, a lot to yes. explore tons of secrets and then there's a whole multiplayer suite of stuff that's a blast to play as well um by the way the game is almost totally co-op uh available you can be luigi and guigi almost the entire game and there's certain sections where you actually need it like the final battle no second to final battle specifically would have been great to not have to do that one by myself because there's two floors where you kind of have to i don't want to give too much away but you're battling a boss luigi's on the top floor trying to avoid lasers and get the hits in and Gooey is underneath trying to turn off the electricity lasers for you so you can actually get to the enemy. That's Tim, really tough wanna, to do. I don't want to brag, but I did that all by myself. So. Same. I did too, but it, it was tough. I was like, man, this would be yeah, much yeah. easier if I had someone <laughs> help me out. Uh, anyway, um, so I finished it. Really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Very cute and just adorable. It was it's a awesome. gorgeous game, right? Really pretty game. Yeah, that, first, that game was, uh, I mean... I wanted to say for a Switch game, but like yep. it, it's just the art style is very I think good. it's fair to say for a Switch game because I'm surprised. Now, the only time I had yeah. any hiccups with the visuals was when I was in a large battle with tons of ghosts on screen playing mm. in docked. And I would okay. get some slowdown that was notable on my big 4K TV. Yeah. Playing handheld, I didn't experience one moment of slowdown or problem. So okay. overall, really, really good experience. Man, I love that game. My kids, uh, since they now have their own Switches, my twins... Uh, they just fired it up tonight for the first time and they're going to do the whole thing co-op. I heard them down there laughing and playing co-op together. It's just a really cool game. Highly recommend if you own a Switch, especially if you have kids, but even if you're just a big kid like me, you'll like it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and lots of boss battles. Very creative boss battles too. Really fun. Okay. Um, the other two that I'm playing that I like a lot, but I wouldn't call it love. Uh, one of them is the Shovel Knight King of Cards. If you've played Shovel Knight, you uh, know exactly yes. what to expect. It is, there are legitimately four full-on um, kind of action platformer experiences to be had with the Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. Like, they're all separate games. Each character mm-hmm. plays very differently. Um, and the King of Cards is pretty fun. The King Knight is pretty fun to play as. His main move is a shoulder bash, um, kind of like a charge move. And then as he bounces off enemies or walls, he goes into a spin. And then you can bounce kind of Scrooge McDuck style on top of enemies, kind of like like Shovel Knight does. Um pretty fun very clever just like the other games are but i feel by the time it was wrapping up i was like all right i get it like this is more shovel knight stuff i, I get it and it was very well done the card game in there is kind of fun not amazing but kind of fun um but overall i would say i think it's just because it took so long for it to come out and then it was essentially another shovel knight platforming experience it didn't blow me away but it was good it was good yeah it was um when they did the kickstarter it was like the um whatever you want to call it, like they kept meeting the certain goals. So they kept adding stuff to it. Yeah. So that was like the last thing that they had to sort of satisfy from that. Yeah. And I think they were, that game just took a lot, a long time for them to fine tune for a yeah. bunch of different reasons. But anyway, if you have the treasure trove, you've got access to it. Um, the only other reason I'd recommend it is if you love old school pixel platformer style games. Um, but if you do that, just get the whole treasure trove. They're all really solid. Um, and the last one is one I'm playing right now. This is where I kind of wish I had a PC for to be honest with you is on Game Pass, they just added a city-building strategy game called Frostpunk. And um, so if you've got an Xbox, you can try it out for free. Uh, our buddy from the group, Thomas, 
Thomas James Jaredis, I think that's how you say his name, um, does a ton of, by the way, does some awesome reviews and gives awesome screenshots of games he's playing. Love having Thomas in the group. His take on it was, it's kind of cool. The setting's cool, but the controls are wonky. And I agree. The controls take a lot of getting used to. You're using a controller with a isometric kind of God view of a city you're building. Yeah, you're going to wish you had a mouse and keyboard. It would be a lot simpler. Those games are tougher with a controller for sure. That being said, they mapped it pretty smart. There's a whole lot of hotkeys you can use. There's, you know, you hold in the triggers to bring up certain menus. Uh, There's very easy ways to pause or fast forward time with the directional pad. I think they did a good job of... And they, there's a lot of quick actions, by the way. You hover over any building and you hold in the right trigger. It brings up kind of some quick actions that you can do, that, the more typical things you might want to do uh, with each building. So anyway, here's what Frostpunk is. It's basically set in a steampunk kind of industrial revolution time period, except now this unbelievably crazy winter has arrived and it's not going away. And the whole earth is just covered in snow and there's just everyone's freezing to death and cities are barely surviving. And your job is you've gotten out of London because things have gone crazy in London and you've established uh, a brand new city out in this icy crater and everyone's about to die. So you have to gather. Then there's a bunch of resources, of course, resource nodes around you. You start gathering coal and wood and metal and all that stuff. And it's kind of what you expect in terms of you gather the resources, you build certain buildings, keep the generator going, start building houses, let them upgrade their houses. You use the resources to do that. But I just really like the setting. And there's also this constant feeling of keep them warm or they're all going to die and so i really liked that and as you and by the way it's circular you know most of these city building games are in some kind of a grid but this Mm -hmm. one's a circle so you actually have the generator right in the middle and everything fans out in a circle from that and you actually place them uh kind of in rows in in a certain i don't know it's really cool i really like the setting of it a lot it's a little more um of a downer it's not a very hopeful game a lot of people die doesn't sound like yeah. But I really liked it, and it's for free. If you like strategy, simulation, city building games, I highly recommend it. Um, it actually got me on that kind of kick. I wish it were on the Switch, because that's the kind of game that when others are using the TV, I like to kick back and just do some city building on a smaller screen. So I'm kind of bummed it's only on the Xbox. But it did make me re-download Civ Six, which I bought on sale on the Switch a long time ago and never really gave a ton of time. So I'm going to play some more Civ Six, I think. But I do enjoy those games as well. I haven't really played them too I often. just have that itch right now. I know it's not going to last long. At some point, I'll get back to just wanting to do action-adventure RPGs. I want to get back to my normal type of favorite game. But right now, the city-building and or strategy genre is kind of doing it for me. So that's what I'm digging. All right. Well, we wanted to talk about games coming out in 2020. Here we are halfway through January. So far, what's been your favorite new game release of 2020, guys? <laughs> well, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot. It would be what I mentioned earlier, Tokyo Mirage. I did get it. I did boot it up on the Switch. And? It looks great. I mean, I haven't played it enough, but I mean, it runs good. It looks great. I'm playing, obviously, on Switch Lite, so I'm not playing on the big screen. I don't know how it looks on the big screen, and I don't care. Um, It's definitely going to be just handheld for me for this game. But uh, it's a great game. Uh, I think I won't talk about it too long, but because I'm sure if we have regular listeners, they've heard me talk about this game before. If you like Persona, it surprises me a lot of people don't understand this, that this game is almost exactly like Persona 5. So the um, Fire Emblem influence is just for characters, not really for any Yeah, of so your Fire Emblem characters are actually your Personas. So they don't gotcha. do anything except come out and do special attacks for you. So if you're well, a Fire Atlas, Emblem right? fan, don't expect the Fire Emblem experience here. Expect no, a, no. Okay. And then the gameplay is completely Persona. 
So the whole world is like, like for instance, the opening game, part of the game. You're basically like showing up to meet meet your friend. Your friend doesn't show up. He's late. And then you you see one of your other friends. You run into her. You talk to her for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, like these like creepy things appear and take her into this another another world persona. And then you go into that other world and you're trying to find her. And then well, your friend contacts you, the one that was late, and he's like, where, where are you? And you tell him where you're at, and he's like, oh, get out of there. And he's like, you know what this is? And so he knows about this other realm. So it, that's it's completely persona. Well, I was going to say it is Atlas, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, my yeah. point, okay. is like they don't hide it. Like People are like, oh, right. I don't know if I'm going to like it. And I'm like, uh, do you like Persona 5? Yeah, I love it. Then you'll like it. Well, I think that's what they sold it at, uh, sold it as initially, but because it was stuck on the Wii U, the Wii U didn't sell well. So, and I will know. say there are some minor differences as far as like tone. Like Persona Five to me is, while it's quirky and it's a little cheesy, darker. it's darker. It is dark. This game has darkness, but it is. I mean, you're you're in a like pop group or whatever. Right. Like, I think that's they, what to, I'll be totally honest with you. That's. Being totally honest here, I'm not trying to be silly or anything. <laughs> That's what has turned me off completely to this game is the tons of neon pinks and yellows and they're dancing and singing J-pop and stuff. I'm like, I have no interest in this. Like, is this I'm too Asian for you, Tim? Yeah, but does that <laughs> really... <laughs> seriously, listen to what you just said. Does that sound like a Derek game? No. So why do I love it? I feel like you're really trolling good. me to buy I think you're trolling me to make <laughs> me buy it. <laughs> no, I just, I absolutely love the combat. I do love, because um, I liked Persona's combat, but I actually think, and I have to play it more. because I, I would have written this game off if it weren't for you, by the way. I the think Wii U times this and game then plays better than Persona 5 as far as combat. Whoa. I think it has, it has like, cooler i'm i'm forgetting because i haven't done it yet i have to actually get into combat because i just went into the other realm and i'm just exploring i haven't ran into anybody yet but like if i remember correctly that was the thing that that hooked me that i even talked about on our earlier show so this is a show you would have to go back like three years ago but when i talked about the game and like that's what i liked i liked the combat it is turn-based but it's the way and i'm forgetting how they do it but they connect each player like you you do these super moves together but it's the way they do it that i really liked it so i don't know it's it's a really good game um i i mean i wouldn't tell tim to pay 60 and here's the only reason why i would tell you not to pay 60 because you didn't really get into Persona 5. Like, you played no. it and you're like, I like it. Like, I can cool. see why people like it, but I'm not going to invest any more time it's in it. It's a this. very Japanese game. So, I think yeah, and here's my got, thing. I actually got tired of the the daily schedule thing. I hate that sure. old crap. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I think if they took that out, and I know people like that, so obviously I'm not well, going to change it. Fire Emblem does something similar, but it, didn't, it wasn't nearly as annoying. I don't know why. But Fire Emblem's most recent one does have a daily thing where well, there's a certain amount of activities you can do and then you got to go to sleep. But it just didn't bother me as much. They're, I don't they're know. tweaking that for the because um, the they're re-releasing edition. Persona Five they for the are. Royal Edition. We'll talk edition. about that as we get to the yeah. releases. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that that game and as Daniel mentioned, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot really are kind of the bigger two releases that have already come out. Uh, if you're a PC gamer, uh, I highly recommend you grab Monster Hunter World Iceborne. It's probably going to be the prettiest and best place to play it, and I love that game. It's so fun. Um, still is there of- a way question for you Tim Yeah. is there a way like let's say I bought Monster Hunters Iceborne the version that comes with Monster Hunter because you gotta have it 
And I just wanted to play Iceborne because on PlayStation 4, I already went through most of the oh. campaign. Yeah, I know Can you just that. skip to it, or do they make you play through all of Monster Hunter to get to Iceborne? I, so I played it on PS4, as you know. That's uh -huh. where we mainly played that uh, the standard version. And I bought Iceborne when it was on sale on the Xbox One. I couldn't find a place to jump right into Iceborne. Like, you know, have a character start at whatever. See, that's so dumb. Like, I couldn't Destiny find it. If it's there, that. I couldn't find it, and I'm an idiot. But So I just, I love that game so much, I didn't mind kind of working my way back through. I'm already pretty far back into the Xbox One X playthrough. But that is annoying. They should allow you to have a way to just jump in and play the Iceborne content. Um, all right, so that's out. Nothing else really of note that we've already missed. The rest of January has stuff like Oddworld Stranger's Wrath HD coming to Switch. Uh, we've got Journey to the Journey to the Savage Planet. It's an adventure game that's coming out at the end of this month, alongside with Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged. So if you were a big Warcraft 3 fan, they're kind of re redoing that. I don't know how how different it's going to be. I think it's, it's a remaster. Be, I think it's just going to look a lot better uh, yeah. for PC. Um, Kentucky Route Zero TV Edition. Finally, that complete game is going to be available. I know it's been many years for those who have played that. So that's the rest of January. Really nothing to be too excited about, I don't think. Um, and then we get into February. There's a couple of interesting ones here, but now that Ori is not on this list, Derek's spot on. There's not really much in February that's doing it for me. There's a few things that are somewhat interesting. Mm -hmm. Like on February 4th, the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics comes out on, across all platforms. The only reason that's kind of interesting is I do like a good turn-based strategy game. I like a good tactics game. Uh but the setting is very interesting. It's based on the the Dark Crystal TV series that was on way back in the day and now is a Netflix series more recently. So that's kind of interesting. It's very odd that this thing even exists, but it's super cool. It is cool. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind that. Um, Darksiders Genesis will hit all consoles on the 14th of February alongside with Dreams on the PS4 is finally going to arrive, hey. which seeing the stuff that people have created in Dreams, truly and honestly very interesting did you see the thing that i posted it's not a game but it's like somebody made a plate of food oh like a, i did see a, that a breakfast plate of food was... and it just like straight up looks like a photo like a, just a completely really realistic photo. yeah yeah <laughs> it boggled i didn't even understand i don't yeah. understand how they made that uh i have no interest in creating stuff in no. this but I am interested to see what did the developers build into it and what have some of the best creators who have been playing with this thing all through alpha and beta, what have they made? So, I mean, I'm interested, but like, it's not going to be like Mario Maker. I'm curious. It's not going to be that simple. Like, <laughs> I'm curious about what the dream yeah. experience will be for someone like me who's not really that into creating. Like, I had fun doing stuff yeah. in Mario Maker, but that did fade. And that was that was almost game-like in the way you made levels. Like, it was sure. almost like playing a little puzzle game, putting those levels yeah. together. Um, but uh, Derek and Jeff told us a little bit about Darksiders Genesis. That'll be on consoles uh, that same day. It's uh, If you pre-order it, it's discounted 10% off. So I will say, if you're into Diablo games, it's a, it's a, it's a day one to me. Like, it looks like a lying. lot of fun. looks like a lot of fun. It's really good. Um, Persona 5 Scramble is coming out on February 20th. I believe that might be Japan only for now, though. I could be wrong. I think so. And then it might come to the U.S. later. Um, yeah. Switch is getting Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition. Capcom is slowly releasing their, their backlog of Devil May Cry games. I'll be curious to see if they can put out a lower res version of DMC 5 on the Switch. That'd be interesting to see if they can pull that off. Hmm. I think they could do 4. I'm not sure they could do 5. But. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. I think that's pretty They'll much. Definitely do four. That's pretty much it for February. There's a few. Five other, is pretty gorgeous. There's a few other games, uh, but nothing of note. March is when things get crazy. All right, so make sure you save up your pennies for March, and even with some delays, which we'll we'll talk about those in a few minutes. But even with some delays, there's a lot of good stuff coming in March and in April and in May. So in March we get um, really the first significant new Switch exclusive, and that is Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX. You know what? I take that back. That's a remake. That's not. It new. is. My bad. <laughs> um, but I've heard it's pretty fun. I've never really got into those, but people like those. Uh, I'm really glad I have Game Pass because on the 11th of March I'll get to play Ori and the Will of the Wisps right away, and I'm very nice. excited for that. I love, love, love the Ori. I did finally download experience. for the Switch the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I you have play not it, played let us know. It yet, let us know but, what you think yes. when you play it. Yes. Uh, and then on the 13th is Neo 2. Derek, you and I were talking a little bit about what games we're going to buy. Mm-hmm. Is this day one? Are we getting this one day one? Uh, yeah, I'm for sure getting it. I'm going to get the $80 version because I want okay. like all the DLC and it has the season pass and all that stuff. Okay. And if I remember right, this is a prequel that yes. doesn't necessarily feature the same character. I think you get to pick a character or create a character right. or something like that. So yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a different experience. It's set before the the first game. Uh, of course, MLB The Show drops uh, on March 17th. <clears throat> and then, okay, here is the actual first official big Switch exclusive. That's Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yay. I can't wait for them to release that. That way they stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you not going to play that? or No. No, I've, okay. even, I've even bought a few of them on the DS over the years for the kids to see if they get into it because I never got into it. Okay. Um, but even they were like, what is this? I was like, I don't know. Animal Crossing is <laughs> trash. Um, okay. Not my thing. But <laughs> in one of the most hilarious uh, counter punches on that same day is Doom Eternal. So you got Animal sure. Crossing New Horizons sure. and Doom Eternal sure. releasing on the same they day. They should do a crossover. <laughs> they definitely should. Yeah. Although should I don't believe crossover. Doom Eternal is on the Switch yet. I think that one's going to nah. release a little later. Uh, but it is coming. But Doom 64, also, if you want a little flashback, I, I really liked that back in my N64 days. That comes out on all platforms on March 20th as well. Doom Eternal, so far, the games we've mentioned, my most anticipated. Can't wait for that one. Uh, Derek, do you know that Trails of Heroes, wait, Legend of Heroes, Trails <laughs> of Cold Steel 3 comes out? There you go. Uh, to, to PC. Uh, I was going to say, it's already on the it's PS4. Already it's already out. Yeah, uh, so I was going to say, I thought 4 was coming out, but. The, the there's actually two more oh no there's three more major games in march that i want to mention uh bleeding edge which looks yeah, really I'm very interested in that, really part. interesting um did you pre-order that Derek, on xbox it's on game pass oh that's why i have it it's down- on free like, to it's, pl- it's, it's free to play right? it's it's downloaded for me already I'm, i wasn't sure why is it free well to because i go on like, the so. game pass app and i tell it to download stuff to my home console which is yours yeah, and I do it because I get Xbox rewards points. So. That's why I keep Screw uninstalling you. RE2, and you keep reinstalling it. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. All right. Just one kidding. more cheap shot, motherfucker. One more cheap well, shot. Somebody cheap needs shot. to make right decisions for you. So. The uh, this is where we get Persona Five Royal that you were talking about, Daniel. Yes, uh, there we Persona go. Five Royal that comes out March thirty first. PS. I want to buy that, but like I'm not going to have time to play that. So <laughs> did you I'll, already I'll beat Persona Five? Well, yeah, but I mean, this, it's me. it's basically a, a new experience because they're adding a lot of new stuff. They're lying to you. No, they're not. Straight trash. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just so trying to get more of your money. Exactly. exactly. It's a new experience with new characters. Listen, whose side are you on? You're my side or Tim's side with Resident Evil, all right? <laughs> um, 
I Derek, I don't know if it's going to actually drop in March because they don't have an official release date, but they said spring. I think they even said March. Uh, but you can throw on your fancy VR goggles and play through Half-Life Alex in March, too. Oh, you yeah. should be able to play that in March. Uh, actually, I think though. that's probably only on Vive. Oh, I thought that was going to be released. No, I think broad. that's I think that's going to be on more than one thing, yeah. Mm. Vive is, I think, is, uh, the, is owned right. by... What's his face? Valve. Valve. And no, they right, keep their stuff on. But oh, when okay. I was listening to Easy Allies, I swear they said that it is going to be multi. Maybe Easy Allies is dumbasses. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? Any other nonsense you want to spit out? <laughs> I think we're good. All right. So moving into April, of course, things kick uh, off with the highly anticipated Resident Evil 3 remake. Um, I've been told that if Resident Evil 2 wasn't really my gameplay style, I might enjoy 3 more. Don't know how true that is, but I will certainly why? give it a shot. Um, just like I did it for two. Well, gee, thanks, Tim. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. <laughs> so generous. Um, but I'm nowhere nearly as excited for that one as I am for Final Fantasy VII Remake. And if my, if I'm excited, then that's dwarfed by Freitas. Please be excited. Seven. Yeah. Please be excited. I, I think that game looks gorgeous, and it's going to so be can we uh fun. Can we sit here and make jokes about uh, Final Fantasy delays? Can we just do that for like an hour? Sure. That's, no. no one does that ever, right? Yeah. So You know, the thing is like, <laughs> to me, it's not even that impactful of a delay. Like if they, oh, were, not when it's a month. I yeah. mean, I was bummed, but I was like, if they had said we now are going to release this holiday of 2020, I would have been like, whoa, this is going to get bumped again. But now I feel yeah. like they moved it a month. I think it's actually going to come out on April 10th. Yeah, um, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, Predator Hunting Grounds comes out April 24th. When they first revealed this one, I got excited about it because I thought, oh, awesome, an action adventure stealth game when you're Predator. Nope. It's kind of an evolved style multiplayer game where you're either right. the humans hunting predator or either predator. Yeah. Hard pass for me on that. It's the same developers from the Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah. yeah, which that's what that is. So, um, yeah. This next game, I think Derek should at least take a look at just because of the cleavage involved, and it's uh, Trials of Mana. They're doing a remake of that nice. for Switch and PS4 and PC. Um, I actually have access to the old Trials of Mana uh, game with the Mana collection that I bought. I just haven't tried it. I just I haven't tried it yet. Here's a surprise one that I did not know. Not only were they making it, maybe I just missed the news, but I didn't realize how quickly it's coming. But on the April 28th, you'll get Gears Tactics. If you've got Game Pass, oh, yeah. where you could buy it. But again, I mentioned earlier, I love a good tactics game. I love XCOM style games. I thought this looked cool, too. This looks really fun. It's supposed to be kind of lengthy, too, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a 40 plus hour hour and that's if you just like mainline the story or yeah that's just the main story mode i'm sure which by the way that's not a selling point for me anymore like i don't want to hear this game is 900 out now i'm out (laughs) the witcher 4 is going to be a thousand hours per quest i hope so um all right so that's it for april pretty busy month um but as we'll talk about i believe april was going to have Avengers, but that got moved. We'll talk about it did. A there was a lot of moves, big moves. Oh, and April was also going to have um, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, yes. And I also got moved. So we'll talk about it's both. Three of those. big they, moves. They actually they both moved from the same month into the same month later this year. Um, <laughs> Which I, I gotta time. say, I still think that stuff's pre-planned. Like I think they announce when it's a big jump like that. I don't think they're like, oh my god. We need five more months. Like I think they know six or seven months ago. That they but why would they even months. give a date? I mean, 
for the investors because I, guess, I th- yes i think they off? try to get gain like how interested are people in this game how many pre-orders are we getting that type of stuff they try to gauge things also keep in mind for these companies you're, you've got different departments you've got your marketing and sure. PR department that is pushing for give us a date give us a date we want to tell you our, our gamers our followers the date and then if they get the right pressure applied they can get the developers to actually commit to Hey, all right. We can we can target spring or holiday, or maybe even we can target March, and then the de- markers will determine what date in March is best. So I think there's multiple departments that work on it, mm-hmm. and then the developers have to come back hat in hand to the markers and say, "Sorry, we need X number of months more." Yeah. So I I do think it is more complex than. I think people are starting to get a little more understanding of stuff like that, but there's still definitely the morons on the internet that just like want to, you know, drag them over the coals. It's like, God forbid they, you know, See, I, I, make the look, game better for you. I'm excited for all these games. Like, for instance, if Resident Evil 3 was to get delayed by five months, you would see me post, damn it, you know, that sucks. But, like, these people that freak out over a delay, like, we get brand new amazing games almost every month. Like, we oh, technically yeah. get them every month, but I'm saying ones that are really interesting. Like, we're beyond spoiled. It's why I think <laughs> we struggle. I think it's why we struggle to finish as many games as we can, because I used to finish more games, but now I'm like, okay, I, I, I have to schedule in my games. Like, I have to beat Star Wars in two weeks, otherwise I'm going to move on to this game. And, like, if I don't hit my, my deadline, then I have to push it back. So, like... Th- we we got this uh, entitled spoiled thing going on You're here. Totally where right. there's just so many games. Like just if they got to delay it, they got to delay. It. And Cyberpunk probably honestly is the number one game I want. And like, I did uh, not expect that game to hit its first release date. Yeah, no, I didn't. I was. I'm not even gonna try to act like I'm super smart. I was like April. Really, I don't like. That's why I, I actually, just made the comment. Like I think it was already pre-planned. I wouldn't like, be surprised if there's one more push for that to November, and it's a big. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, on that post, I would be surprised I've... if they push it into the following year, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a November release, and yeah. they say, "Hey, by the way, it's also going to be available on next gen consoles." I well, that's they already what said I that. expected. Yes, but I'm still, what Tim and I think is that they might delay it. Might, it. it might be to a launch actually launch on sure. like the Xbox X series or something like that. But then the thing with that too is though with the whole backwards compatibility, how is that going to work? Because games this gen were a lot of remasters and things like that. Yeah, I'm like, curious how, is that how gonna that's going to be. Compatibility, so. Like if Good I question. buy a game on Xbox One X digitally, am I going to upgrade to this on the Series X? It should. The answer should be yes off the top of my head. But that wasn't how it was with the 360. I bought a lot of digital games on the 360 that did not go to my right. one, one X free. Not so, fair. like, I don't know what they're planning on doing. I think that is their plan is, like, anything you buy on your Xbox One. Because they're still, they're saying, like, 360 is separate. They're saying this is all one family. That's why they called it yeah. Series X. So, I think they are going to do that. But the reason I say that is because that would definitely make me think, that they do want to push this game out before September if 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 they can double dip. But if they're not going to double dip, they don't care. So in April, I'm really glad that um, the Final Fantasy VII remake didn't get pushed back that far because I am excited for that. I think it looks gorgeous. And I am highly, 
despite all the jokes we like to make about it, I highly I anticipate it, this sure. will be a I don't ever a make lengthy jokes. square RPG experience. I think it's going to be a blast, oh, yeah. and I think there's going to be a lot to do. I think that game will occupy all of our time for quite a while. I'm pretty sure that'll be <clears throat> most of the month of April for me. I'm right a little until... bummed it's right next to three Resident Evil three now because like with the other yeah. two games being bumped so far out, I was like, oh okay, so Final Fantasy would be in March. I'll wait a little bit to play Resident Evil three. Now it's like Resident Evil three. I think is what the week before. It's the week before, yeah, yeah. But so the that's thing gonna is, little... I mean, if you're gonna have palate cleansers for each of those, those are great kind of counterbalances to each other, right? Yeah, no, so absolutely. Yeah. If you do yeah. decide to play both at the same time, end of that month is Gears Tactics, as we said, and then in May there's really nothing that I'm super pumped about until we get to Last of Us Part two again, assuming that one doesn't get bumped either oh, yeah absolutely uh from may 29th because uh, the rest of the games in may i'm not that interesting fast and furious crossroads iron man vr i might give that one a shot if it's ever you're not cheap. excited about the fast and furious game that looks like a ps3 Ugh, xbox 360 hard game? <laughs> hard, hard pass looks amazing to me guys uh wasteland 3 i never got into the other ones although the it's they interest me i never i just never played them um man eater looks funny but only if it's like free or super cheap will i ever try to voluntarily be a shark that goes to eat people oh yeah that looks it looks silly like silly arcade fun if they make it free somewhere i'll I'll try it um almost kind of like the incredible hulk game back on ps2 do you remember that one Dude, that was a blast yeah it kind of like that but like as a shark wasn't that the one where you run on sides of buildings and stuff oh yeah yeah it was super fun to play yeah um don't have any other and i'm sure there are some but i just don't have any in front of me uh confirmed summer release dates so after may Mm. it's pretty blank until we get to september which is now turning into a pretty strong month with september 4th being marvel's avengers from square enix which i'm pumped for uh more than i thought i would be i thought yeah who cares a marvel's avengers game but if you actually watch the trailer it looks like it could be a lot of fun um and then I'm of course i trust crystal dynamics yeah i think i think avengers could be a surprise like it, it could be kind of like next year's Star Wars Fallen Order was for me, where it's like, yeah, let's see how this company handles these characters, and maybe the, I'm hoping they'll kill it, like mm. just like respawn did. Uh, and then of course Cyberpunk. Did they though, Tim? Did they kill? They it? did kill it. Uh, <laughs> depends on what you mean by kill, right? For me, kill it was a good thing. For you guys, it wasn't. Uh, but Cyberpunk 2077 drops on September 17th. At this point, that is their target release date for that. Uh, other than that, I don't have any other scheduled release dates. There's been some generic like, hey, holiday or Q4. Um, but of the known release date games, I might go through the other ones real quick before we close out. But of the ones that we have a known release date, what are you most excited for? One or two? Well, I mean, one of them is pretty obvious for me. That's obviously 7 Remake. Yep. Um, and then... Well, if, if we're picking like two, it, it actually would be Last of Us two over Resident Evil three, so and over Cyberpunk. Yes, and Final Fantasy seven. No, nah, I'm more excited for seven remake. Well, I don't know because you at least know. seven with seven remake, it's like a lot of it I kind of already know. But then there's some say new that. stuff. So like, to me, that's the tiebreaker. I am yeah. excited for, it, but the tiebreaker for the other ones is I don't I'm know just, what to expect. Yeah, I'm I'm a huge huge fan of Last of Us, so I'm very excited for the second one. Yeah, for me, uh, at least right now, and it's probably just because it's closer. Uh, I'm gonna go with Doom Eternal. I'm ready. I'm ready for some more Doom action. That one I'm really excited about, and of course, Cyberpunk. I'm a little surprised that I'm picking two first-person games. Uh, very excited for Seven Remake and for Last of Us Part Two. I'm very excited for those. But I think if I had to pick two, I'd go Cyberpunk and uh, and Doom Eternal. Cyberpunk's gonna be insane. Yeah, just the amount of depth and choices, and just all the little things, just tiny. It. I don't even. Which, know, which games did you pick, Daniel? 
uh, well, seven and and Last of Us two. Wait, you said something else before that. I'm well, I said Resident what... Evil three is like pretty much almost right there, so I would put that in the third spot. But okay, yeah. All right, so for me, um, I'd say Cyberpunk twenty seven seven, and then Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. So not uh, lots of sevens. Not MLB. Yeah, big fan. Minecraft Dungeons. We didn't talk about that. Should we dig into that a little bit? We should. Yeah, absolutely. It'll look great on your brand new PC, Tim. Untitled Goose Game Remastered. For- I don't know, man. We're going to get a pretty good tax return this year, it looks like. Uh, the government That's really- because you have 17 kids. So they <laughs> pay you like. We adopted a kid last year, and so we get this huge additional thing. Uh, I see what you're doing. I yeah, see but don't doing. you have to pay a lot of money to adopt the kid? Not out of foster care. We can get into that later. Okay. All right. So. Um, <laughs> Um, now we figure out we're like oh he loves jesus oh tim is so nice now tim just likes money (laughs) all right let me let me just mention a couple of games that don't have official release dates that i think sound interesting what's your name your foster kid tim money money (laughs) (laughs) i named him the middle name's dollar um all right so tell me yes or no if you're interested um axiom verse two no i didn't play the first one so no okay that one comes out the second half of the year sometime. Just say yes or no, Dan. Boyfriend Dungeon. I gave you no. Yes. <laughs> Derek, this is the no. one where you're, bo- you're a girl and your boyfriends are your weapons. Are you at least going to look at this? Because I feel I've like this it. is... I don't know where I heard of it from. Derek's I've triggered actually by this game. I, I think I told you about it. Uh, Bravely oh. Default 2. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. No, no release date on that one yet, though. Um, what about the next entry in the Dark Pictures anthology? It's called Little Hope. No. No idea. Literally don't know. Okay. Um, let's see. They're doing a remake of Destroy All Humans. No. No. Nah. Okay. Um, let's see. Dying Light 2. Yeah. 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 It's right for now. Sure. It's 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 uh, penciled in for the Q2 section of the year. I would say that jumps in my top five for this year. Yeah. Yeah. If that has a lot really of potential. Also. Yeah. What about uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered? Yeah, that's coming out. In like... um, yeah, it says I never Q, fully Q two Q three. Yeah, never. No, really it has a release date. It should have. It has a. a it has a window. Oh, it doesn't. Okay, let me know oh, if you find a real release date for it. Yeah. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, absolutely. They're saying oh, yeah. summertime for that one, right? So, yes. I'm gonna guess August if I had to guess for that one. Mm. Like, yeah, that's one especially with see the PS5 when you start around. when you start going over these games. And, like, I'm sure some of these are going to get pushed out. But, like, I said Cyberpunk 2020 and Final Fantasy VII. Don't get me wrong. I think those two games are my top two. But I really, like, Ghost of whatever its name. That's, Tsushima? That would probably jump to my number it looks. Five. It looks so good. Yeah, man. I know it does. It looks amazing. It does. Um, I think Gods and Monsters actually looks pretty good, too. Do you guys remember that trailer? Did they show gameplay? It was of just that? a little I'm... teaser, but I just like the setting and the art style. Okay. I'm, I'm interested yeah, in that. Yeah, I like the, the look of it, yeah. Yeah, I think that one looks really interesting. Yeah. Um, that one's got a Q3, Q4, so I guess they must have said second half of the year. Yeah. My wife just got home. Aw. 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 Um, did you bring me food? She didn't bring me any leftovers. Ugh. Well, with all the money you have, I mean. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. All that money. Um, 
We actually have a date tomorrow. Where are we going to eat tomorrow? Somewhere expensive. <laughs> oh, okay. A buffet place? I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, Hades. Oh, never mind. That one's already out. Uh, Halo Infinite. I mean, if you guys are into it, sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Derek. Halo Infinite, man. That comes, that's this, top, this top three! This top three! <laughs> What is what was what was what is happening right now? Okay, um, how tired are you? Yeah, that was no more heroes three supposed to come out. Let's talk through that trailer was super awesome. But what are you I've saying? Not, Let's talk I've through never... this. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm doing Kyle's top three. That's how that's oh. top three. That's top three. Oh, got it. I did not follow you whatsoever. <laughs> hey, by uh, the way, uh, still penciled in for Q1, which would be a shock if it hits Q1. Is Outer Worlds on the Switch it's supposed to arrive? Oh yeah. I will buy that game. I totally will too. I feel like on the go would be great for that game. I feel like I need to play that game again. So I I need to finish that game. (laughs) Yeah. It's worth finishing. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Any interest there? No, I never played the first one, but I always heard good things about it. I think it's very clever and funny and silly. I just don't know if that style really lands these days. I need a Brutal Legends too. I feel like it's going to end up feeling and looking very dated. Psychonauts 2. Yeah. Um, let's see. We're almost at the end of the list here. I'm trying to th- scrolling through. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I don't think any of us care that much about. Streets of Rage Four. Come on. Yeah, I'm actually no. I'm actually excited about that. That's one that I think I could probably convince my wife to play with me because we played the old Streets of Rage games together. I know someone from the original games is involved. She'll tell you she's grown music. up. She's grown up. <laughs> she has grown up, and I have not. Um, let's see. They're supposed to do a System Shock remake. Yep. Still talking about that. That's interesting. Or a sequel? Was it a remake or a sequel? Uh, all I see is System it's, Shock. So I thought they were doing it's a remake. remake. Okay. Um, let's see. Or maybe I mean, like we have the new remaster. consoles at the end of the month, Tim. That kind of counts as something, right? Very true. Hey, don't forget about this one. They announced it. We haven't heard much about it for a while. Watch Dogs Legion is supposed to come out right. sometime this year. Right. That got right. like delayed too because it was supposed to be like early 2020. It was, and now it's the second half of the year. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That Which I think that one that one is gonna be just like the original Watch Dogs was supposed to be a launch, like a Xbox and PlayStation Four launch title. Okay. I think that's what they're gonna go for. That I think be. they're gonna launch the game on. I think it's a good time. I mean, for me personally, I know I'm I'm I spend more than most of you guys on games, but I like to buy everything when a new console comes out. So it's like yeah, really experience, right? smart to release a, a, a new game at the launch. It really By the is. way, I saw some people talking today about how hey, it looks like Microsoft might not have a lot of exclusives or any even planned for their launch. But I stand by if they I can make Game Pass a place where I can at launch play some brand new Series X, like only on new consoles right. types games, that's going to be worth it. Even if they're third party, that's a strong lineup that I don't have to pay extra for. I've got access to a well, wave of new games with Game Pass. If they do that, it's worth a purchase. If all if, I'm really getting are a handful of like uh, third-party games that I don't get free, I still have to pay full price for, then I'm not really sure what the value is in getting it right out of the gate. Well, it depends on what those games are and how good they are. Right, but I'm I'm saying combining. Plus, I have a feeling if they charge full price for all the same games I could get on a PS5. Well, sure. And PS5 launches with stuff like that Godfall and stuff like that, right? If they've got a couple of exclusives, then PS5 is obviously the way to go. Unless Xbox says, "Hey, we do have third-party games, but 
these are the three or four or five that are going to be part of Game Pass right away. So as long as you have a Game Pass membership, you buy the Series X, you've got access to your first wave of launch titles here from these great third-party studios, then you've got a case to make. Is that confirmation for first party only or just in general? I don't know. Okay. I think that was 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 an article. I'm not sure how accurate it was. Okay. Um, Last one I wanted to mention real quick, Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. They're re-releasing that on the Switch. I want that so bad. That's going to be pretty cool that that game needs a visual overhaul. So I'm excited. They're also adding an area that was cut out from the original too. Yeah, those are really cool. Oh, so that makes a brand new experience. Persona 5. Exactly. Persona right, guys, 5 before Royal. we wrap up, give me one prediction for 2020, something that hasn't been announced yet that you think might happen this year, whether it's a game announcement, something uh, tech, uh, hardware related. What do you think is going to happen? Derek's going to grow up and finally be an adult, and he's going to wear adult pants. So oh, brand new pants. Persona 5 Never gonna experience. I'm going to play the game another hundred hours for one new character and one new area. Never uh, experience. I hate you so much. <laughs> I just want to punch you right through the screen into the sun. It's a brand new experience, guys. <laughs> All right, so a prediction for 2020? Top yeah. three. Top three. Top um, three. Jesus. We love right. you, Kyle. We love you and, and your 20 games that are in your top three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pick on him. Um, I can't. So- He's the best. By the way, Kyle Neely <laughs> provides me with the best Star Wars humor on social media. He does post a lot of Star Wars memes. They're fantastic. They're hilarious. We just became friends on Facebook, and he posts a lot of Star Wars they're memes. They're hilarious. <laughs> they're always kind of half making fun of the movies, but they're great. Yeah, for sure. Um, my prediction is at the end of uh, 7 Remake, it, it'll end at a certain point. In my head, I'm already kind of picturing what that is, but I don't want to like say for anyone okay. who's experienced it for the first time. Um but it'll be some sort of like not like a trailer but something kind of showing you what the second part will be like something you know yeah oh yeah they're gonna leave you a cliffhanger yeah but they're gonna maybe show you something leading into the second one question are you guys gonna cry if they change like the story or anything at all no No, i actually expect them to and hope that they do well, they are changing the story. They're adding stuff to it. So I know, but uh, like changing things that you... Ex- let, let's say a certain character survives for some reason. They're not going to do that, though. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying in it's general... It's not going to happen, like, I, wouldn't, they were- I wouldn't be upset by that. <laughs> I think if they... Like, hey, all of a sudden, you and Sephiroth are best buddies, and he joins you. You can recruit him <laughs> to your team. Like, then I'd be like, this is stupid. This is really dumb. Well, technically, Tim, you do play him for a moment. That's true. In the game. But you know what I'm That's saying. Like if they if yes. they changed really key core pieces of what that story is, what Final Fantasy VII is all about, then I'm like, what's the point? That's well, just really dumb. Yeah. Here's the thing. They're probably. I mean, I already said that they're going to, but like, there's definitely some stuff in that original game that didn't quite make full sense. One no. because trans translation yeah. wise, yeah. and also like they just cut some things out. I so. still love when Sid yells at you to drink your tea. Yeah, <laughs> um, someone of the best. I hope that makes it. That better make the cut. It, it probably won't. At um, least not the way it did in the original. But to Derek's but. point about character death, I think that specific character's death you're referring to, and that doesn't happen in the first section of the game. So that wouldn't right. happen in this experience we're going to have. Um, but that's a pretty key moment in the development yeah. of Cloud's character and his relationship with Sephiroth and and that guy's development as a villain, all that stuff. So anyway. Well, finding out who he is also. Finding out who he is, yep. All those, all those pieces. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, Derek, what's a prediction you've got for this year? Uh, the Xbox Series X will come out. Wow, Boy, you're feeling You're feeling really courageous today. Bold. You're, you're, you know you're, at, the, you're at the cross-section of yeah. <laughs> brave, 
<laughs> Damn it, Tim! You took it right out of my mouth. Top three. <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. Um, uh, two in the stunning, one in the brave. Well, I mean, I guess I could go <laughs> off of uh, what we were talking about earlier about Xbox Game Pass. I think PlayStation uh, Five is going to launch with like a PlayStation Now that's going to be revamped. I mean, they already dropped it to what ten dollars a month, but yep. I think they're going to start including or. No, it's less than that. I think there's still no. It's ten dollars a month. I think they're still gonna be afraid to like be like, "Hey, all our first party games are ten dollars a month." No, I don't think they'll do that. But I think they're gonna try to add relevant third party, maybe some of their first party or something. I think they're gonna try to match Microsoft in some way. Gotcha. They might do it dif- differently, but they're gonna do something. Well, I I think they've said that they will do first party, but it's gonna be like timed exclusive so to speak, for, for PlayStation now. Like, God of War 2018, God of War will be on there for like a month or two or something. So, Or they might do what EA does, and that's, hey, subscribe, and all your new games, you have access for 10 hours. Yeah. And if yeah. it's story-driven, they might cap it at three hours. Or so, like, early access? Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a whole bunch of guesses that I... I think they're more just like, I want this to happen. So I'll give you a couple of examples of ones I thought about. Like, oh, I want them to announce Horizon 2, whatever they're going to call it. And it's launched yes. for PS5. Like, I want that. But that's not a, a prediction I would make. I do think they're working on Horizon 2. And I think it's probably yeah, going to be... Of course. It's probably going to be after the first year PS5 is out. Like, it'll be in that second wave of games. I think it'll actually be a launch title. You, you do, Like, you legitimately I, think they're going to surprise I, announce I think it and it a- comes out this year. I think there's a potential for it. I mean, just like any game. Not with... I think it will. Here's why I I would argue that. You've already got Ghost of whatever coming out. Tsushima. Yeah, and then you've not talked about Horizon (laughs) at all. And if you know anything about selling stuff, you got to talk about it. And you got to talk about it for a while. Especially if it's a big purchase. They're not going to sit here and be like, oh, by the way, this game's going to launch on the PS5 as well. Like, they're not going to do that. They need to separate the five with everything else. That's why these games can't be pushing themselves too forward because then it's like then they're I have a feeling Ghost would be your launch title. So I, if you were to say Derek, Ghost will end up dropping to a PS5 launch. Okay, I'm with you. They've already talked about it, and it would make sense. It falls into that time frame. But again, it gives them more saying, time too. Are you saying like a, on an actual disc, like a release for PS5? Because that's what makes it tricky with the backwards compatibility. Why are you going to buy a new disc if you can just pop in the PS4 version? And I'm saying they're uprises? not going to release it on the PS4 like early. They're going to release it. They're going to delay it till the PS5. Oh, so you think yeah. it'll similar? What it'll you said still be playable on the PS4. But I'm saying your first it'll initial launch. launch will be when the PS5. Launch. So the predicament. If you were to say have, that. And I, th- I think this is still a little bit overly optimistic, but I would not be surprised because we we really don't know what Nintendo's doing this year, other than Animal Crossing and a couple. I of think you're going to get a new Switch. I think I don't think they're going to get a new Switch. I think they're going to stick with what they've got. And I, they could. Oh, it's going to be a better version. But I, Next I think year. that's not going to happen until 2021. But I do think that they are actually going to release the follow up to Breath of the Wild for this holiday. I oh think, yes, I think Breath of the Wild Two is going to pretty much run on the same engine, and it's going to look a lot similar. They're going to have new characters, new story, new areas to explore, but it's going to play very similarly. And yeah. I think it's going to release this holiday. That's going to be the big Nintendo game for this holiday. And I also, sadly, do not think we'll see anything 
Metroid Prime 4 or Bayonetta 2. <laughs> so. Yeah. Where the hell is... I mean, Metroid I get because they literally said, like, where yeah, are we starting over. this? Yeah. But where's Bayonetta 3? I like, I don't understand. I'm not sure. I'm confused. There you go. Yeah, exciting, I'm really sad about that. Hey, listen. Thank you guys for staying up late. I know it's getting late for you. No, uh, it's all right. Tell you what, let's do this next week where we bring our personal top lists from 2019. Uh, we don't have to debate the list this time. It can just be, here's what I liked. Sure. So, Actually, um, before we go, though, can we spend another hour discussing how the new Star Wars trilogy ruined the entire series? And we can also talk about how Resident <laughs> Evil 2 is objectively and subjectively yes. better than Star Wars Fallen yeah. Jedi. Yeah. Tell you what, it's you also better than the that. new trilogy. Don't worry if I disappear from screen. I'm still listening. Okay, you guys go ahead. Say Resident Evil latest Two remake Resident is better than the new trilogy. Than the new trilogy. Two. All right, that's it okay. for this week. We'll talk to you guys next Resident time. Resident Evil Two. Resident Evil Two. <laughs> Top three. Top three. Top three. Top three. Top three guys. <laughs> Let me ask you real quick before we go. Which is better, RE Two or RE Three? Ari too, but Nemesis is better than Tyrant as far as villains go. Yes, Derek, which one do you like better? Ari two. I'm not gonna have an opinion until I play three. You gotta, you gotta play the remake because right now Ari two's top of mind and you love it. Three, you have to probably see. I'm gonna beat Ari two for the third time pretty soon. Two is gonna be two is very claustrophobic. Three is gonna be a little more actiony. I will be very. That's why I actually think I will like three more. Because I like that. I like that. Word. All right, we're wrapping it up. See you guys next week. Peace. New Star Wars trilogy is terrible. Resident Evil 2. (laughs) Go. Stop your audio. And stop talking. (laughs) Who is your daddy? I am your father. You fathers will understand. My father taught me many things here. I got an idea. How about you all sit there quietly while I make dad noises?